this was a miracle ladies and gentlemen and it was the way Jesus operated he didn't need a whole lot he just needed somebody with a spirit of sacrifice this young lad gave what he had he didn't give him one loaf he had five loaves so he gave him five loaves and said here take it all that I have and Jesus did the rest this was a miracle that was that there was not only to feed the multitudes, but I submit to you today that it was a miracle that was to convince the disciples that when you're with Jesus, everything is going to be all right. And when you trust something into the hands of Jesus, everything is going to be all right. And when you lay yourself out there and make yourself vulnerable and you trust in the Lord, everything is going to be all right. Now, the various writers who gave the accounts of the ministry of Jesus, there were others that spoke of this same miracle of the boat upon the water. It took place right after the miracle of the loaves and the fishes. And so, in other accounts of this, it describes the lack of faith that the disciples had. The fact that they, they were sent by Jesus to, onto a ship, and were told, go to the other side. They had direction from the Lord. And so they said, we'll do what he said to do. They all get together into a ship. And they sail to the other side. They have direction. God said, go. And he told us where to go. And so we're going to go to the other side. Let's all get together on the same ship. And can I tell you, when those disciples got onto that ship... It turned into a discipleship. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's where we are today. We're in a discipleship. We're in a fellowship. We're in a relationship. Oh, hallelujah. And God put us here. And he put us here together. And he gave us instructions. He said, go to the other side. And I've come to let somebody know we're going to the other side. And on the other side, there are miracles. And on the other side, there is promise. And on the other side, there is healing. And on the other side, there is deliverance. And on the other side, there is revival. And there's power. And there's glory. On the other side. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look at your shipmate next to you. And say, we're going to the other side. Oh, hallelujah. He gave the direction to them. And he has given direction to us. We're going to the other side. We're getting on the other side of our fear. We're getting to the other side of our doubt. We're moving to the other side of our worry. Hallelujah. Something is happening today. We're stepping across a threshold of supernatural faith in God where nothing will shake us and nothing will frighten us and nothing will cause us to doubt His power and His glory. Oh, Jesus had prepared the disciples for this moment and yet even while He had prepared them for this moment, they get into the ship and they're moving to the other side and a storm arises and the Bible says they were afraid. And then it explains why they were afraid. 
They were afraid because they remembered not the miracle of the loaves. They were afraid because they weren't thinking back to what God had done in their life already. If they had just stood there for a moment and thought, wait a minute, didn't we just see him bless five loaves? break five loaves multiply five loaves didn't we just see him do the miraculous didn't we just see him do the spectacular then God who was able to do that is surely able to deliver us from this storm see that's the way God operates he gives you a miracle to prepare you for something else down the road he gave them the miracle of the loaves so that when they faced their next storm in life, they wouldn't be as afraid. But they weren't thinking about the miracle he had just performed in their midst. When you look at this guy who jumped out of the ship, I'm just going to move on down a little bit into, into the future. Let's go into the future of his life. This guy by the name of Simon Peter who jumped out of the ship when he saw Jesus and he trusted him that, that he would not allow any harm to come to him. And, and when you look at this guy, Peter, he was an amazing character of the scriptures. An amazing character of the scriptures. I, I want to point out that it was Peter who preached on the day of Pentecost to the Jewish people. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I want to point out to you that it was Peter and it was John who walked to the temple to pray. And they passed by the gate which is called Beautiful. And there was a lame man at the gate called Beautiful. And the lame man was looking to them expecting to receive an alms. But Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. He took him by the hand and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. He walked and he leapt and he praised God and he followed them into the temple of the Lord. It was Peter who went to Samaria after Philip had preached Jesus and the people had been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. It was Peter who went and began to lay hands upon those who had been baptized and one by one the Samaritans were receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. It was Peter who went to the house of Cornelius, those Italians that had never known whether they would have access to the blessings of God through Abraham. But Peter preached to them Jesus. He preached to them the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and while he preached this to them the Holy Ghost fell on them while he yet spake these words and they spoke with tongues and they prophesied and they were filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost it was Peter who walked to the house of of this woman by the name of Tabitha which is also called Dorcas she was a she was a, a woman who was full of alms deeds and she was known of the people for her love and her compassion for those who were uh, uh, underprivileged and, and misfortunate and she loved them and cared for them and provided alms to them and provided clothing to them when she died they called on Peter to come and pray for her he knelt beside her bed he prayed for her then he looked up from that place of prayer and said Tabitha arise and she rose from the dead this man Peter his shadow fell on people that he passed by and when his shadow fell on them they were healed and brought up from their sickened condition I'm not talking about just some casual observer in the scriptures 
I'm talking about a mighty man of God. I'm talking about a man who walked with God. A man who saw the miracles of the Lord done in his life and was a part of what causes us to be able to be here today and magnify God in this place. But it wasn't always that way for Peter. Peter, his faith grew in God. He didn't just wake up one day and, and you know how many times he passed that lame man at the gate called Beautiful? He passed by day after day after day after day after day after day after day. Week after week after week. But his faith was growing. His faith was growing because he took advantage of the miracle moments. His faith was growing, growing because the Lord laid in front of him opportunities to trust God. And because he took advantage of those opportunities, his faith in God began to grow. And eventually he began to move into a dimension of the miraculous he would not have seen had he not taken advantage of the miracle moments this episode on the discipleship was a miracle moment that God had provided to his disciples the Bible says that Jesus sent them without him he said you go first before me now that's kind of a, a reversal Normally, we're saying, God, we're not going until you go. But this time, he said, no, you go first. I'm going to tell you something. If all you've got is the word of God. I'm just going to say this again. Even when you can't feel the presence of God. But if you've got a word from God. I'm going to say it again because... I want to silence every devil that's speaking in your ears right now. When you can't even feel the presence of God, you're going to be all right if you've got the word from God. You can stand on the word. Standing on the promises. Standing on the promises. Hallelujah. He said, you, you go on, go on. You go on over to the other side and I'll join you. And, and, and you go before me. They get out onto that ship. That's where we are, folks. We're on a discipleship. We're on a fellowship. We're on a relationship. Hallelujah. We're on a kinship. And we're on this ship. And we're moving to the other side. And we've got direction. And you know what the Bible says? That the storm arose. And, and that the storm began to toss the boat and that the waves were violent because the wind was contrary. Can I tell you that the winds of our world are contrary to what God wants to do through the Tree of Life Church? Can I tell you the winds of our generation, the winds of the society in which we live, it is contrary to what the Lord wants to do through the Tree of Life Church. But if you think we're going to cower down and shut down and wimp out, you're in the wrong place. We're going to keep on sailing Woo, to the other side. I said we're going to keep on sailing to the other side. We're going to keep on moving till we reach that golden shore. Hallelujah. Because God has given us exceeding precious promises. We're going to heal the nation. I just had a missionary come to me from Honduras, uh, Roatan, next to Honduras. And he said to me, he said, we just finished up a series in Honduras uh, on the subject Good habits, strong disciplines, mature Christians. 
and I recognized the title because it was a series we had done here at Tree of Life Church. And he kind of laughed and said, uh, it was a blessing to us. And he said, we listened to the podcast of Tree of Life Church in Honduras. Tell the Tree of Life Church that the leaves of the Tree of Life are already healing the nation. It's so much bigger than what's happening in these four walls. It's so much bigger than what we're about to build. It's so much bigger than the brick and the mortar and the carpet. It's so much bigger. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a miracle moment. This is a miracle moment. God has provided us an opportunity to stand on his word. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of our God. Oh, yes, there's coming a day when our shadow's going to fall on the sick and they shall be healed. There's coming a day when we'll walk by gates that we've walked by all our lives. But this is a new day. The unction of the Holy Ghost is in us. The anointing of God is upon us. And we're going to take them by the hand and lift them out of their misery and lift them out of their mindset of, of, of feeling broken and wounded and abused and see them healed by the power of God. Oh, hallelujah. But before Peter could get there, he had to seize the miracle moments. See, Jesus, they're, they're out on this ship, and the wind is contrary, the waves are violent, the ship is being tossed, and about the fourth watch of the night, now the fourth watch of the night is like between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., it is the very tail end of the nightfall. It is, it is just before dawn. Somebody said it's darkest right before dawn. The fourth watch of the night is that period between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m. It is just before the sun would come up. That's where we are. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. This culture that we're living in is turbulent. If you haven't checked the news, don't. All right, all right. Hallelujah. If I could get people into this more than Instagram and Twitter, <laughs> CNN.com, and, and you hear what I'm saying? If you haven't checked the news, don't. The news is full of nothing but depression and depravity. Our world, just, just understand our world. The winds are violent. The waves are violent. The wind is contrary. But we're going to keep on sailing because we know Jesus has his eye on us. He knows everything that we're facing. And he's going to show up when we need him to show up. And the disciples had forgotten all about the miracle of the loaves. They forgot all about the miracle that God had just performed in their midst. Now they're afraid of the storm. And while they're afraid of the storm, here comes Jesus. Walk, walking on the water. Oh, hallelujah. Who's that man walking on the water? Jesus is walking on the water. And, and, and to show you how, how out of sorts the disciples were and how their mind had shifted over into fear so fast, they cried out because they thought it was a ghost. You talk about a bad night. 
not only do they think they're going to die in this storm, but then they see something walking on the water, and they think it's a ghost. Folks, I'd have been walking on the water already in the other direction. If I thought I saw some ghost while walking on the... This is a bad night. And they were at first afraid, but never be afraid of Jesus. Even when you don't understand what he's doing and it doesn't make any sense to you, don't be afraid of Jesus. Hallelujah. Right now, I'm telling you, the Lord has put something in people's hearts to give unto his kingdom. And, and you look at it and you're kind of like they were. Oh, my word, there's no way. That cannot be real. But don't be afraid of Jesus. It's not a ghost. It's Jesus. And he's walking on the water. And he's creating an opportunity for you to experience a miracle that will change your life. The Bible says, now this is, this is what's interesting. The Bible says he would have passed them by. Now, folks, this is what grips me. He will. He will pass us by. It is, it is on us. To cry out to him and say, Lord, I don't want to miss this miracle moment. Do you realize how many times people miss their miracle moments in the word of God? Those children of Israel, they were supposed to go into the land of promise at an appointed time. But their doubt prevented them their doubt their fear their overestimation of their enemy and their underestimation of God kept them from walking into the land of promise now you can talk about oh God will work it out and God will make it right yeah he will he, that's because that's the kind of God he is but it'll take years and generations it took them 40 years to get back to a place where they could step into the land of promise and in Jesus' name, that will not be our story. In Jesus' name, this is our miracle moment. And we are stepping into the promises that God has laid out for us. The disciples were cowering back saying, oh, it's a ghost, it's a ghost. And Peter said, but what if it's Jesus? What if it's God? What if this is a miracle moment? What if this is an opportunity for us to see him do something we've never seen him do before? And he said, Lord, if it be you, bid me come. And when that mouth opened and that voice came forth, that same voice who spoke light into the darkness, that same voice that hung the earth upon nothing, that same voice, hallelujah, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. That same voice that speaks peace in the midst of our storm said, come unto me. And I'm going to tell you, when God calls on you to do something, don't be afraid of the waves. Don't be afraid of the wind. Don't be afraid of the darkness. Don't be afraid of the lightning. Don't be afraid of the thunder. Don't be afraid of anything around you. And I know, I know, I know that when Peter jumped out of that boat the bible says he went down out of the ship when he walked out onto that water his feet fell upon a strong and stable surface and he walked on the water like jesus now i'm going to tell you what he was really doing he was walking in the spirit i'll tell you how i know he was walking in the spirit 
Because the first thing we know about the Spirit is this. The Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. When Peter walked out onto the water, he was moving upon the face of the waters. Something he couldn't do in his carnal mind. Something he couldn't do of his own accord. And that's where some of you are right now. You're looking at what God gave you, and you're, you're, you're having this feeling. Hallelujah. And I believe that it's vanishing and maybe has already vanished away. Because there is a faith that's growing. You know what I love about Tree of Life Church? Is that for us, it's different. Different. In that day, it was one man who said, I'm going to jump out of the boat. And there were 11 guys saying, go, you go right ahead. We'll be behind. We're behind you, way behind you. You go ahead and do it, and we'll, we'll just kind of observe and critique. But it's different at the Tree of Life Church. We've got like 400 people saying, we're going to jump out of the boat. You know what that spells for me? That spells revival. That spells revival. God is getting ready to blow our minds. God is getting ready to do something. Ooh, we can't even imagine. We can't ask. We can't think. It's exceeding abundantly above all. We can ask or even think. And so it's a miracle moment. Jesus is walking on the water, and he has walked up to us in 2018 in a turbulent year, in a difficult year, in a year where the enemy has, has raised his head in a way against the things of God like we've, like we've really never seen in this generation. But I want you to know, it's okay to walk on these waters because God is getting ready to prove something to you that you're going to take with you to the other side. And when you walk by that lame man that you've walked by for years, it's going to be the miracle that happens in this moment that's going to persuade you, if God did that, he can do this. Rise up and walk. It's going to be the miracle that happens in this moment where when the Lord says, go speak the word to the house of Cornelius, and even religious officials are saying, you're out of your mind. Don't do it. But, but, but you're going to think back to this miracle moment. God called me out onto the water. I gave something I never dreamed I would give. I never, in my carnal mind, I wouldn't have done it. But I felt called and compelled of God to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to know that the miracles, hallelujah, are lining up already on your behalf. The scripture says, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in mine house. Prove me now herewith. He Hoshaya, saith the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. And he shall not destroy the fruits of your ground. Neither shall your vine cast her fruit before the time in the field, saith the Lord of hosts. And all nations, we're here for the healing of the nations. All nations shall call you blessed, for you shall be a delightsome land, saith the Lord of hosts. Somebody receive the word of God. Come on, lift up your hands and receive the word of the Lord. Come on, lift up your hands and receive the word of the Lord. 
Thank you, Father. Come on, I need somebody. You know what I want us to praise him for right now? I want us to praise him for the great privilege of being a part of his last day church. The great privilege of being a part of what he's going to do. Hallelujah. To save souls. To save souls. To save souls. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, lift up those hands unto God. Lift up your hands unto God. I want to invite voices from the future. Some voices from the future that are going to come. Let's give these wonderful, precious teenagers a great big hand. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give them a great big hand. They're going to come and they're going to join with me in thanking you for what you are about to do. These are precious young people who are so committed and invested into the Tree of Life Church. They're grateful to you who make this a place where they can grow in God. And, and, and they're not scripted. They're, they're speaking from their hearts. And we want to receive them right now. Let's receive them in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, church. Tree of Life Church has been my home, uh, my home church since 2005. Came here when I was four years old, and I grew up here. I grew up going to children's church and eventually moved on, you know, going to the youth group. Um, I consider you guys my family. <clears throat> when you invest into this project, when you invest into Ready Now, when you invest into this new building, you're investing into the future of the church. And when you invest into the future of the church, you're investing into us. Because we are the future of the church. You're the church right now. The promise is unto you. You're the church. The promise is unto your children. That's us. And the promise is unto all that are far off and everybody that's going to come to be here with us. And the building isn't necessarily the church because we are the church. And one day we're going to be the ones that are the pillars of the church. So when you invest into this project, you're investing into your future and you're investing into your kids' future. And I want to thank you for investing into us and for investing into our future. Praise the Lord. Sorry, I was on a different page. Okay. Um, Tree of Life is my home, and I learned how to pray in this home. I learned how to praise in this home, and I learned how to worship in this home. And so this campaign will make this place more than just a church building for those who are yet to come, but it will make it a home for them as well. That being said, this is more than just a church campaign, but it is a kingdom campaign. Tree of Life Church must be as close to the kingdom as it can possibly be for the people who are going to come. The problem isn't getting them here because God will provide the increase. The problem is what awaits them here. What do we have for them? The auditorium, which is for praise and ministry. The fellowship hall, which is to build unity. And the media, which is for the people so they can hear and see. 
You see, every sacrifice that you give will literally expose the people to the kingdom. And I know this because just like the purposes of the auditorium and the fellowship hall and the multimedia, the kingdom of God is also ministry and praise. And the kingdom of God is also unity. And the kingdom of God is being able to hear and see God. Your sacrifice will expose the people to the kingdom. And so thank you for your sacrifices to the kingdom and to my home and to my family's homes and to Cincinnati and to those who are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Praise the Lord, church. Well, I forgot my notes, so here we go. Um, my sister and I, we moved here when I was five years old and she was only two. We left our home, we left where we were born and raised, we left our family, we left everything behind. All we ever knew was left behind in the Hoosier state of Indianapolis, Indiana. You know what I mean. <laughs> we came here unfamiliar and totally confused. We didn't know anything about Ohio, but we were welcomed with open arms and full hearts. We became family and we found our belonging here and we found our purpose here. The people here were so kind. And you know what? We gained a lot of new grandmas, grandpas, aunts, uncles. It was just great. With this new campaign and this investment that you're making, we're going to make a place that is going to hold new souls. We're going to make a place for growth and healing. There are going to be addictions that are going to walk in there and they will be healed on the spot. In Jesus' name. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. There are going to be broken families, and they will become whole again in the name of Jesus. I believe it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. And those people, they will walk in unfamiliar and confused, and they will find their belonging in the name of Jesus. Thank you for your investment because it is a great, great investment in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord, church. Tree of Life to me is um, it's a home. At uh, my worst times, this was a place of peace for me. At my best times, this was a place where I could be better. I thank God for the people of God here. There are times, even the faces that I don't know, I thank God for you. I used to be a little, a little kid running around the pews at the Kenwood, the Kenwood location. I was a handful, let me tell you that. But there were ministers and people of God who sowed into me, who took their time to help me out, and who took their time out to help me grow. So when you're giving to this campaign, when you're, when you're making the field ready, when you're buying into that treasure hidden in this field, when you're giving to that, you're sowing into these kids. You're giving them some hope. And you're providing a place for these families who are coming in here to get the God that we know. So I thank God for every single one of you and the seeds that you're sowing. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Um, I first just wanna say thank you so, so much for the investment and the commitment that you're making in um, all of our lives, honestly. Um, 
Right now, I'm at the beginning of my life. I will soon enter into adulthood in just a few years, and I'm doing what I can do as possible with money-wise. I'm doing what I can do, but you are making it possible. You are making it possible for all of our future families. Uh, as I said, my family moved here when I was two, in 2005, I believe. And uh, this, this church, this is, this is what I know. This is my family. And I'm so, so thankful that I was, I'm able to grow up in this congregation. And you, you made a place for me and my family to grow in God and to grow up. And what are you doing today will help my future family grow and my future family to grow in God. Not only my family, but for our family to grow in God. And the new people that will come that we don't even know yet to grow in God. And I just want to thank you so much. And we'll have a place to go home at the Tree of Life Church. Thank you. Praise the Lord, church. Praise the Lord. I'm not a youth, but um, I am here to speak on behalf of one of our youth members. I'm here to speak today for Emmanuel Cephas, who was not able to be here. Emmanuel, he is 18 years old. He's a senior in high school, and he has started a Project 7, which is a Bible club in his high school. We've had students come from his school that are attending church now that have been baptized in Jesus' name. And I'm so thankful that God is using this church. He's using this youth group to reach the lost already. My name is Emmanuel Cephas. Tree of Life has been my home church for 10 years. My mom brought me and my three younger brothers here in 2008. The Tree of Life means so much to me because there was always someone there to keep me from slacking off. I remember in December 24th, 2016, I had a fight and there was a gun against my back, but God did not allow the weapon that was formed against me to prosper. Thank you, Jesus. I knew he always had something in plan, and he led me to start the Project 7 Bible Club at my high school. I just want to thank everyone for allowing me to be a part of this church. Thank you for building a church where my friends from the Project 7 will be able to have room to come to church and bring their families one day when I get married and I have kids, hopefully my kids will start a Project 7 Club and bring their friends to the Tree of Life Church. Thank you for giving. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Because he's the only one in this place, God that can make the manifestation increase. But um, before I start, um, I did my commitment uh, last couple weeks back. And I love how Pastor brought it up though uh, about uh, Peter being doubtful. And I was being a little bit doubtful. of like, God, I don't know how, how you're gonna do it. I know, I know I can make it and give what part I have, but I'm trusting you, Lord. And um, I love how it has in the section that you can, uh, what are you trusting God for? And I put my number down and uh, the job opened up for a seasonal job. And I got that exception. I got that position. And then I went back to my other job and they said, where are you going? And I said, I'm about to leave. And they said, not yet, because you can make your schedule here the way you want it. And I just thank God because I, I couldn't, I was walking, but I was walking by the grace of God, faith, but I 
Jesus, God, thank you. What are you guys giving to the Tree of Life Church? You're giving a home to each individual in here. The children that are beneath us, you're each giving them a place to where they can call home, to where they can say, I found rest and peace beyond measure, where they can go and to say, I found the miraculous healing, God. When God healed me back, uh, bring me back to life when I was two and a half years old, and to now, into the tree of new tree of life church, when I be healed of diabetes, we just don't know what God is getting ready to do in this place. We only can expect God to do what he's going to say and do, because we know by faith believing that God is getting ready to do what he says he's going to do. Jesus, Lord. My sister was baptized here and received the gift of the Holy Ghost not that long ago. And I'm faith believing that my baby brother, even if it's in the new church or what years down to come, he comes into the same baptism water to receive that same Holy Ghost power, to receive that same miraculous power so that he can walk into his school and proclaim that God is real, that he's sure, not dead, but he's alive. Thank you. And I just wanna thank everyone that is gonna, going to commit to the Tree of Life Church. Thank you. Thank you, Zaire. Bless you, man. Let's give them all a great big hand. My. Come on, let's thank God. Let's thank God. Thank God for the passion of these wonderful young people and the many souls that they represent who God is intent on saving. We're coming to a very important part of this service and we're about to pass out our commitment cards. Before we do, I'd like for you to hear a song from my youngest daughter, Sophia. This is a song that her mother sang at the World Conference in Athens, Greece in 1995 when my grandfather heard her sing for the first time and said, I want you to come to St. Louis and meet my grandson. <laughs> Amen. Amen. My sole desire is to be used by you, Lord.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to ask our ushers, if they will, to come at this time. They're going to pass out commitment cards. As you receive those commitment cards, there'll be a pen, there'll be a commitment card. The pens have been tested on the commitment cards. They should write really well. And we're in a holy moment. There's a sacredness to what is happening right now. If you need a commitment card at this time, I'll ask the ushers to go ahead and pass that out. You just raise your hand and let them know that you need a commitment card and they'll bring it to you. Thank you, Sophia, for a beautiful song. It expresses the desire in the heart of every person that's in this place. We're truly with one accord and one mind and in one place. As you receive your commitment card, just hold on to it prayerfully, pensively. The Lord is doing something beautiful in our midst. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to ask Brother Tom Rockland to come. Brother Rockland is our church treasurer, a faithful man of God who loves the Lord and who loves the Tree of Life Church. We thank God for him and his diligence and faithfulness to the kingdom of God. He's going to give us instruction as to how we can fill out these commitment cards. Let's receive him in Jesus' name. Brother Rockland. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is a, uh, it's a very sacred time. No, I said I wasn't going to do that. But this is, this is a very deliberate moment that we have in front of us. The message of our, our young people is, is clear and, um, and our path is very clear. And we are part of that. This is our God-directed time. You should have by now a, uh, a commitment card. If you could put that next slide up to show that. This can be a little confusing. Uh, trust me, we've had, we've had 70 people go through this already. And um, 11 of those 70 had a little bit of an issue with filling out the card. So... Don't be, 
Don't be confused by that. We'll, we'll try to take some time and walk through it a little bit. If you've already uh, filled out a commitment card, there is no need to do it again unless you want to uh, triple your pledge or allow God to bless you in that way. But, um, and, and it is a very, very private moment. We are in a, a crowded, crowded auditorium here. The sanctuary that, that we're worshiping in now is, uh, is inadequate for the, for the congregation that we have. So please be mindful of those around you that it, that it is very private and, and uh, allow them the privacy they need the privacy you need to, to complete this process. So you'll see a large box about the center of the, of the card that it says, um, it says total 36-month commitment. Now through this campaign, we've been praying. We've been asking God, tell me, Lord, what it is that you want me to pledge, something that I will be able to figure out part of and that you will provide the remainder so we've asked for that that guidance our leadership have gone through that process and so there's a number in your thinking right now this is this is something that uh, that God has has written into my mind written into my heart and will provide a way for if we go to the next slide this is an example this is an example of, it's, it's a real case, but uh, we won't put the real name here. There's an individual that said, God has told me $50,000 is the amount that I will provide in the campaign over the next three years. So how is this person gonna get to that? Well, just above that, you see there are four boxes. We're gonna pay attention to the three on the left side. The first one is the amount that going through the income discovery planner that we all have gone through we found ways to cut back on the cable bill on the cell phone bill or oh i don't really need that uh, i don't need to go to starbucks five times a week and and uh, maybe i'll cut that back to two times a week or go to mcdonald's instead uh, and we found little ways to save in our expenses and maybe we found a way to do something different with our job and and find some additional income and each month, for the next 36 months, we found a way that we'll be able to take that amount of money and allocate that through our stewardship of what God has already put into our possession to give into this Ready Now campaign. So the next, the next number that was put up was $590. This individual was, is saying, each month I can find $590 to provide back in this Ready Now campaign. So let's stop for a moment and let's fill in the bottom box, the 36-month commitment. Let's go ahead and prayerfully, in the fear of God, and with the faith that is going to move the Tree of Life Church, into that new sanctuary. Let's enter that amount in that bottom box. And then if you're like me, you're gonna think of that number, that $590 or whatever that number is, and you're gonna think, okay, 36 
times 590, that's uh, three goes into five. Flip the card over if you need to. Write down your number, write down 36 and multiply that out. That amount of money, in this case, for, for this individual, 590 for, for some of you doesn't seem like a very big number, but over the three years, that's going to turn into $21,240. So this person wrote that, figured that out on the back of the card, wrote that number down, and subtracted that from that $50,000 number. So then the next box says annually, and this is something that may occur on your job. Perhaps you get a bonus. Um, if you're blessed with a, an income tax return, um, a refund, uh, this individual said, well, I'm going to be able to come up with, next slide, I'm going to be able to come up with $1,000 every year that I will allocate out of my tax refund. So we put the $1,000 in there, flip the card over. This one's an easy one, if it's $1,000. Multiply that 1,000 times 3. Okay, and he came up with $3,000, and he subtracted that from what he had already uh, allocated out of that $50,000. And then finally is the one-time box. And again, these are the things through our stewardship of God's gifts to us already, what we have in our possession. This individual had a vehicle uh, that he uh, didn't have much need for anymore. And he had some other assets that he was going to sell. So combining those two things together, he felt like he could come up with $9,000. $9,000 sometime over the next 36 months. Doesn't matter when, just sometime during that time. I know that some individuals have said, you know, on the 20th of, of May, I'm going to give my one-time offering because God has been blessing me and I have sold things, I have done stuff, and I'm going to bring that as part of that first offering. It doesn't have to be. It could be in month 36, but sometime over the next 36 months, you're going to provide that amount to God. Flip the card over and subtract that amount. And actually for all of these, these three numbers, this is more of a budgeting process. This is not, uh, we're not gonna send you a bill and say, where's your $590 this month? Um, that's for your budgeting process. If, it's, if, if you're like me, you don't get paid monthly. You maybe don't get paid weekly. You get paid this weird every other week thing, which is, of the devil. I know it. Uh, it's hard to budget things on a monthly basis when you get paid twice in some months and three times in other months, and it's crazy. So anyway, this, this individual came up with a total of $33,240 in those three boxes when you do the math, right? So that comes down to that final calculation, the trusting God box. And in this case, his number is $16,760. He doesn't know where that money is going to come from other than it's coming from God. Somehow that money is going to be available for me 
to bless the Tree of Life Church Ready Now campaign. So there's a couple more pieces of information that we really need to have. I would love to have a card from everyone with all great numbers on it, but I really would like to know who you are um, when you're making that commitment. Uh, we want to acknowledge that and verify that we really did get the numbers correctly. So on that first line, please carefully print your name. Carefully print your name. No cursive on that first line, please. Print your name. And then uh, we've, we've asked you uh, through the campaign to make sure that we have the correct address, but things change. We had just, just this week, we had a couple of letters returned uh, in the mail that we had sent out because something changed in the addresses. So uh, please put your current address. And um, thank you, Melanie, I, I stole this again. Notice the address of this person, John Doe, is 42 Wallaby Way. Does anybody re recognize that? Yes. P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way. Sydney. That's from Finding Nemo movie. Disney fans love that. The last thing, uh, or the next thing is your phone number and or your email address. Uh, if I have a question, we may try to contact you uh, before next week. We'd like to come in next week and be able to uh, present to the church the entire, the entire pledged amount. And then finally, um, the last line is to sign your name. Now, this is not a contract. This is your commitment to God. But please sign your name on that line. Again, this is a, this is a sacred time. This is a holy time. It is a deliberate moment as we walk out in faith, believing and doing what God has directed us to do. I'm going to return this to the pastor now, in Jesus' name. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. As you continue this process, we thank you for prayerfully and faithfully considering. If you have the the stub on the end of your commitment card, you can tear that off and keep that for, your, for yourself and for your records. Thank you, Lord. Let's lift our hands and just feel after God. Thank you, precious Jesus. No, no amount that you pledge is going to be made public. This is between you and the Lord. This is a moment that God is ministering to you and we as a congregation, I want you just to, just to feel after God right now as we sing unto the Lord.
Could you take that commitment card, place it in the envelope that is provided, just lift it up under the Lord right now. Just lift it up under the Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, lift it up unto the Lord. Just give him a wave offering right now. Hallelujah. Lord, I praise you. I lift it up unto you right now, God. I give it to you, oh God.
at this time, if you could stand with us at this time. Hold on to that card. We're going to bring these forward and lay them down. And, and when you lay it down, just lay it down face front. If you want to fold it, you can fold it to maintain privacy and discretion. But we're going to lay these commitment cards down at this altar. And we're going to give it unto the Lord as a sacrificial offering unto God. So at this time, I'm going to invite you to come forward and lay your offering down unto the Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. God bless you in the name of the Lord. God bless you in the name of the Lord. God bless you in the name of the Lord. Thank you, precious
Hallelujah. 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 Ushers, if you could come, thank you so much. And thank you, Tree of Life Church. Thank you, Tree of Life Church. Thank you, Tree of Life Church. People of God. As the ushers collect these commitment cards and place them face down in the offering plates, we're going to pray over them before we take them back. As we do, I would like, I'd like to ask Brother Brian Duvall, our campaign director, to come and lift his voice in faith, praying the prayer of faith over these commitments. Bishop and Sister Buller, could you come and just, just lay your hands on these commitments? Brother and Sister Enos, could you come and just lay your hands upon these commitments? Church, could you lift your hands, extend them forward? Brother Duvall, could you come pray the prayer of faith over these? Father God omnipotent, we are humbled before you now. Lord, find us broken. Find our hearts contrite. Father, we're bringing humbly what we can give this morning. But our faith is strong. We know, God, that you have gone before us and that you have ordained this moment. I pray the holy blessing of the Lord God Jehovah upon every individual, Lord, that is committed before you. Father, I could see even now that you are taking the loaves, that you are taking the fishes, that you are multiplying, God, that you are supplying every need according to your riches and glory, Lord. I pray in the name of Jesus that the everlasting arms, Lord, would bear up your children, that as we go into this season of giving, we would lack for nothing, Lord. We would want for nothing, God. Oh, Lord, that the healing virtue of Christ would flow. Lord Jesus, infirmities and diseases be gone. God, I pray restoration in the home, the prodigal restored. I pray in the name of Jesus, the unity between man and wife. God, I pray a revival of godly submission. I give you glory for what you're doing. I give you glory for what you're doing, Lord. Our sacrifice today is worship. Our sacrifice today is worship unto you. I pray in the name of Jesus, it would be a sweet, savory incense in the throne of glory father that you would inhale god and exhale your grace upon us exhale your provision upon us exhale supernatural lord blessing upon us god we are your children we are the sheep of your pasture lord we give to you in humble humble all today of what you are going to do and i trust you lord with my whole heart it is inside the name of Jesus Christ that we dwell. Lord, we are in the tower of your name this morning. Everything that has been done here and that has transpired, I pray young and old, man and woman, Lord, that you would bless
bless and flourish, that the gospel, Lord, would be preached to every nation. Lord, that you would move upon the streets of our neighborhoods. God, that you would put your testimony in our mouths. Father God, that you would anoint us to be your light in the marketplace. Lord, it is a sovereign work of your hands. We behold it in wonder with great faith, and we give you glory. Could we raise our voices in this place and give God praise? Hallelujah. Oh, let's lift our voices and rejoice in the Lord. Light in the darkness. Oh, come on, he's a way maker. 